This is Bill Messerly with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, bringing you a special Frontline of Hope update with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for Monday, the seventh week of Easter. After the Memorial Day weekend, welcome, Your Excellency, and Happy Easter. Happy Easter. What a great weekend we had. Yeah, great weather and dry for a change, or at least most of it. Um, Were you up to anything special this weekend? Yes, it was, uh, well, we celebrated the Feast of the Ascension, and uh, we we had the Facebook Live conversation, and I had a chance to connect with some of our priests, so uh, it, it was a good, good weekend overall. We did, thank you, St. Gabriel Radio broadcast our Memorial Day Mass at 9 o'clock, and so uh, it, it was a Good Memorial Day weekend, but now it was also great because we're getting into the mode of people being able to come back into the church for Mass, so I'm looking forward to having some people with us today for Mass and in the days to come. And the reading from Acts uh, for Ascension Sunday, uh, you referred to it as keeping your heads in the, cl- in the clouds. That's right. The angels went to the apostles. I, you know, they had the, the, the act, St. Luke uses uh, much better language than I do, but the angels came and said, guys, what are you standing here with your head in the clouds? Didn't you hear what Jesus said? He told you, go back and get on your knees and pray. And then once you experience that gift of the Holy Spirit, get out there and proclaim the gospel even to the ends of the earth, to the ends of time, and know that I am with you always. You know, the angel says... You know, didn't you hear what he said? He's with you, and he's going to come back to you. So, so uh, that rings to us too, right? You know, sometimes I know myself. You so you feel like you've got your head in the clouds, and and Jesus is saying, "Come on, get busy, get to work. We got a lot of good things to do." <laughs> you spoke about a few weeks ago when uh, Jesus rose from the dead, or he uh, he crucified and died on the cross. And before they knew that he rose from the dead, they were out fishing. So isn't there a tendency for us to go back to the normal? There very much is. And by the way, you know, the end of this week, we return to that gospel. Um, On the last days of Easter before Pentecost, the church goes back to the Easter readings and we... uh, we go to that moment when they're out fishing. It's sort of the part two of that when Jesus invites them to come into the shore. But it, there is, you know, there's that tendency. When Jesus was bringing them to the mountain and he was ready to ascend into heaven, he um, he was talking to them and they said, okay, Lord, is it now that you're going to restore the kingdom? And I thought, isn't that something about human nature? You know, we get an idea in our head and we just keep snapping back to it. After everything they had seen, his cross, his resurrection, his, his, they had heard all of his teachings. Uh, they had several appearances with the risen Lord. And yet, what are they doing? They're going snap back to their old messianic expectations. You know, are you ready to bring the armies in? <laughs> and Jesus said, you, you know, you, you, they're, they're asking what's next. They're saying, what's next, Jesus? What are you going to do now? And in a sense, Jesus is saying to them, you know what's next? You're next. You're next. You're my witnesses. You're my witnesses. So he told them, go back and start praying. Go back and, and be ready, and, and I'll send you that gift of the Spirit. And that gift of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, will set you on fire. In the second reading, Ephesians 1, he says, May the eyes of your hearts be enlightened. Isn't that a beautiful line? 
That really is. May the eyes of your heart be enlightened that you may know what is the hope that belongs to his call. And that's a beautiful reminder to us, too. You know, we see with the eyes that uh, of, of the head, but we also see with the eyes of the heart. And that's, that's a gift. That's not something that happens naturally. It's a gift from God. May the heart, eyes of your heart be enlightened so that you can see deeper into reality, you know, and... Um, and that you and and with the eyes of the heart, the eyes of faith, you know, we see reality more clearly, and then we have hope. That's what Paul was saying, so that you may know what is the hope that belongs to his call. And going back to your initial comments that he'd ask us, Jesus had asked his disciples to pray. And then to announce the gospel, is uh, the prayer the root of those eyes seeing with the eyes of faith? Prayer, I would, I would put it this way. I think prayer is the nourishment for the eyes of faith. Prayer is the nourishment that helps you to, to that that through which the Lord enlightens those eyes. Um, it's the, the nourishment. It's, it's like carrots for the eyes of faith. <laughs> you know, remember when we were little, we used to hear, eat your carrots for your, it's good for your eyes. <laughs> well, the, the, well, the eyes of the heart, the eyes of faith, they don't need carrots. They need, um, they need prayer. You know, it's interesting that you mention eating your carrots for good uh, vision. I'm sitting at the dining room table of my mom today, and so our listeners may hear a little difference in the way I sound. But my mom needed some extra care today, so I am connecting remotely. But getting back to Ascension Sunday and the rest of the day on Sunday, you had a big event Sunday night, Facebook Live. How did that go? Well... I would say mixed reviews. <laughs> I can I can be honest about that. So uh, it, from from my perspective, it went pretty well. Um, really, it was using a new media to talk about some of the things that we're talking about on St. Gabriel Radio. So I, I picked up some of the same topics that we've been talking about, about our reopening, about the external preparation and the internal preparation as we prepare ourselves to um, gather for the Eucharist at the Lord's table at the altar of God. And um, <clears throat> we, talked, we spoke about the warm welcome, and again, that same sense of this time has really pushed us as a church not to stand at the doors of the church, but to go out and to find God's people and meet people where they were. And so now we're walking each other back to the church. We're walking each other back home. Um, but, you know, from a technical point of view, I think we're still learning. And, uh, you know, we are going to be bringing a social media person on board soon. And, um, you know, so I think there were a few technical glitches, things like the sound and the lighting. But uh, experience teaches. I always say I've learned more from my botched efforts than I did from my successes. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, we ended the weekend with Memorial Day, um, a beautiful celebration of those men and women who have given their lives uh, for our country and for peace. Indeed, 
Indeed, you know, um, again, well, what a beautiful Memorial Day weekend. And I think, I don't know about everybody else, I needed that. After all the rain we had last week, but all that sense of feeling cooped up through this whole experience, the the freedom of knowing that we're, we're opening up again and uh, and coming back together again, combined with those nice days, made for, for me a very uplifting kind of a weekend. But it is a very serious remembrance. We have to remember that a lot of the freedoms that we have and the peace and security that we enjoy is comes at great cost and that many people sacrificed for us. And even today, people are making great sacrifices, certainly in the military, though that's the point of Memorial Day. But during this pandemic, we're seeing a whole host of other people who are making great sacrifices. So yesterday was a day to pray. And thank you for broadcasting Mass at 9 o'clock, that we could have a special Memorial Day Mass. We prayed for those who have died in the service of our nation, uh, commending them to the loving embrace of God and uh, asking the Lord for his blessing of peace. You know, Jesus has been talking about I, my peace I give you, a different kind of a peace. Um, and it, just by chance... He said, you know, in this world, you will have trouble. And we realize that there is still conflict and war and violence and all kinds of suffering. He says, but take courage. I have overcome the world. And Jesus reminds us that, yeah, while there's some, all those things are very, very prevalent, there's something deeper. And there's something really good about people that, that people make those hard choices to live their lives, not for themselves alone, but for God and for others. And so that's the context in which we remember. It's not a mournful day. It's a somber remembrance, but it's a hope-filled remembrance. It's a day of gratitude. It's a day of commitment to justice and peace. It's a day of commending people to the loving hands of God and asking God to help to strengthen us in in our service to our neighbor. So, yes, so I'm glad we had this chance and take a chance right now to salute all of those who have served our country over the years and are serving now. Um, and for those who are serving now, we ask God to keep them safe. And we pray for all you who are listening, who have family members serving our nation. Um, we, we pray with and for you. And speaking of sacrifices, there are many teachers in our public and private schools that have given so much to our graduates that, um, that will be graduating this week uh, virtually. Uh, and then tomorrow night you have a special Mass. Yes, we do. So congratulations to all the seniors. I think there were a few celebrations over the weekend, too, of graduation. And we certainly want to congratulate all of the senior class. And yes, I salute I salute all the teachers in our Catholic school system because I know what you've been doing, but I salute all teachers. I may not have the firsthand knowledge that I do of the teachers here, but all of you who have been making sacrifices and working hard to keep some sense of of quality education of our young people. But today, yeah, let's celebrate the seniors. So uh, congratulations to all of you. I know there are lots of disappointments that um, you didn't have the kind of experiences that are so much of a part of the senior year. Um, and, but we do want to salute you, and we want to pray with and for you. So th- this came up as beginning with our own schools, but then we said, you know what? We should really be celebrating all Catholic seniors. 
And so we invite the families and the seniors to join us tomorrow. Mass is at 7 o'clock. So you can join us by way of St. Gabriel Radio. Am I correct? Yes. Okay, St. Gabriel Radio, and then, of course, the live streaming. So please, please join us um, and, and in prayer, and let's celebrate and honor um, our young people. You know, God is doing great, great things for them. And last year, Pope Francis wrote us a letter, Christus Vivit, which is a reminder to us of how much we, have, we can learn from our young people. And I've learned a lot from this year's seniors. I got to know some of them during the course of the year. And then I've seen how they've risen heroically to the new circumstances. And we want all of our seniors, as they take their next step in this uh, adventure of life, to find a lot of happiness and success and to know that promise of Jesus that we had at the Ascension. Go back to the Ascension. I am with you always. I am with you always. That's his message to, to all of us. But in a particular way, it's his message to our seniors this year. Well, thank you, Bishop Brennan, for reminding us that he is, Jesus Christ is always with us to the end of the ages. Uh, you're praying uh, the Pentecost Novena that will be finishing up uh, with the Feast of Pentecost this Sunday. Uh, would you like to close us with your Come Holy Spirit prayer? Yes, let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, O Lord, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. And may Almighty God bless all of you who are joining us this day in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Bishop Brennan, for your daily Frontline of Hope updates. And uh, join us uh, for Mass at 12.05 each day this week, and for the Back Glory at Celebration Mass, 7 p.m. tomorrow night. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress.